day on striving double feature presents howling two and seven two episode 26 a minute by minute podcast covering howling two and howling seven uh which is also known as howling new moon rising hey everyone how y'all doing i hope you are well hey and the last round of episodes the last five i tried to keep things shorter uh sometimes that works sometimes that didn't um uh, to be honest, at, at this moment, I think uh, I think this might be another shorter uh, episode here. But um, regardless of that, let me um, let me welcome you. And here we go. Howling two. The previous one ended with the um, the older gentleman, Eerie, main maybe maybe E R I E. That's the way the subtitles have it. Sort of half werewolfed, running out of the crypt, uh, wounded. And our gang grab what they grab what looked like a mop, but it actually turns out to be a net, and chase him out into the night. Listen to this. Good and mushy, uh, titanium stake in the heart noise right in there, and, and Ire or whoever's killed by um, killed by Stefan. It's funny when he there. Well, I don't know if it's funny, but there's a moment where um, he says, "Where's Sturba?" and it cuts to a brief like like almost a jump cut, but but it's a, a little longer than that. Cut of an old older woman like around um, Christopher Lee's age, kind of staring star- staring at us for a moment. Presumably that's Sturba. Now, if you know the movie. Um, as it goes along, you're going to know that that might not be what Sturba looks like the entire time. But we'll go from there. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so in this minute, they just they basically tackle an old guy, throw a net on him, and then stab him in the chest with a stake uh, through his heart. That's it. That's, um... And the old country, he does say the old country, so they're going to go to the old country, presumably, uh, like Transylvania, Hungary, Romania, something like that. Um, maybe the place where the, um... Oh, we haven't gone there yet. This is not Howling 7. I was going to say where the castle is in Howling 5. Maybe wherever Clive Turner lives. I don't know. Look him up. He seems to get in the vicinity of uh, werewolves fairly regularly. But there's there's not much going on here. There, I mean, I, I, there is a bit of a feeling that, yeah, um, Stefan and Erie have known each other and have encountered each other before. And this time... Um, and that there really is kind of a bit of sadness, a little pathos with Eerie, because he really does seem to want to be killed. And uh, Christopher Lee, uh, Stefan isn't going to do that at first. That's the threat, is I'm not going to kill you. Tell me what I want to know, or I won't kill you. Which doesn't get, doesn't get hurt a lot in movies, but, but you get it right here. So, uh, and you have, uh, but but throughout the moment, uh, mo- uh, minute, um, uh, Jenny? Annie, Jenny, and um, uh, uh, Red Brown's characters just kind of sit there watching them. Um, 
sometimes a little confusion, sometimes maybe a little disgust. Um, but always, um, there is a feeling, you know, like Red Brown doesn't let a scream or a yell throughout this minute. So there's a bit of a feeling that they're kind of like respecting what's happening here, regardless of how weird it is to them. But luckily we're going to, we're going to, I don't, I mean, wouldn't Stefan have thought possibly Sturbo was in the old country? I mean, wouldn't that be where she hangs out most of the time? I mean, was there was there a sign that Sturbo was, was in, like, the Los Angeles area? I guess maybe because her, some of her werewolves and such were there, but, uh... Yeah, you think... You think you would have known to check maybe the old country first, you know, grab a Hungarian or Romanian phone book and just look, flip through it, S-T-R-S-T-R-I-B, oh, there she is, okay, give her a call or something, but I don't know, I don't know the way he works, but yeah, so so presumably from, from this point out, we're going to go to the old country, and if we're lucky, things will get nice and screwy from here, but you never know, they may not, so anyway. Yeah, there's not much else really in this minute. They um we meet the old guy and um he's not quite a werewolf. He's got like he's got the teeth and he's got um geez, he looks more sort of like um I was gonna say like an eighteenth century businessman with fangs. You know, with the big lamb chops and everything like that. He he sort of looks like um a president that I can't quite name from Rutherford B. Hayes. I don't know, from like the um 19th century or, or something I don't know but he he looks like, he looks like he looks like it could be a Dickin, Dickinsonian Dickens Dickinson Dickin, Dickinson's um Dickens related businessman like in the Pickwick papers or or something like that um but just with um fangs huh I wonder why they chose that I wonder why they didn't make him into a full-on werewolf and then have him sort of growling at them I mean there is more pathos in seeing more of the face than if it was all covered in hair and I guess we don't really know the character, so it doesn't like say when Larry Talbot might die, you know, with if he's got the full facial hair and everything, you know, he he may look a bit scary, but we know Larry's in the eyes there. With this guy, we haven't really talked to him, we haven't really met him, so keep the face on so we can we can see it better. But still, it is weird that like he only kind of halfway became a werewolf, and those werewolves didn't put up much of a fight, did they? You thought there'd been more to that? It seems um. So I, I wonder. I, 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 I've like watching this, this, this sort of exciting sequence over the past four or five minutes. I'm wondering. I mean, it's it's coming to me as underwhelming at the moment. That's the way it's hitting me right now. But I wonder if it's even more so if you watch it all the way through and you don't stop every minute, because it seems like it's going to build up to big and ex, big excitement, but it doesn't, and then it has semi. I don't know. Uh, semi-touching, I don't know, moment where, you know, Stefan kills this, this, this old, old werewolf, but, um, it doesn't, doesn't quite come off, I think, as, as they, they meant it to, the, because the action's a bit vague, and the scares are, never quite come, and it seems to end before it's begun, which is too bad. So, well, let's, let's hop ahead to, uh, Howling, Howling 7 here. So let's hop ahead to Howling Seven, here. And where were we? Um, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh! Um, Harriet had found the picture of the woman from Howling Six on the floor and was about to pick it up. Listen.
of his to ride on one of those big rigs. You know, I tell Jim not to serve those drunks, but he does anyhow. Let me get Yara to come and fix his door. Yeah, as soon as he's done fixing the wiring at the bar. He better be working over there. Oh, yeah, he's over at the bar. Thanks for looking in. Okay. You're an hour late, Yarrow. Well, this is mainly a minute-long joke about Yarrow, who we haven't really met yet, but we saw him sleeping in various places earlier on. He's he's like a handyman around the uh, uh, Pioneer Town Palace, and uh, that's that's basically. I mean, apart from the last, apart from the first few seconds where Harriet picks up the picture of the woman from Howling Six, the freaks, puts it in her pocket, and walks back out onto the, like the um, porch area of the of the rooms. Um, and the last few seconds, which is, um, I think it's the, uh, bartender, like, um, polishing his, his bike, polishing the chrome. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's him. I'm looking at him now and it, it looks, it might not be him, actually, now the more I look at him. Let's just call it a biker is polishing his bike. And, uh, and the rest of the minute is just the, basically a gag about Yarrow and it's, um, uh, someone pulls up in a big, uh, big pickup truck with huge, huge, like monster truck wheels on. We don't see who gets out, but one of the women who we haven't really been introduced yet—it's not Cheryl—comes up and does all the chatter um, with Harriet there, and we get a little gaggage involving um, Yarrow and, and fixing the thing. And then Yarrow strolls out with cigarette, smoking a cigarette with a towel around him. But he was supposed to be there an hour ago, and he goes back in before Harriet sees him. But Harriet knows he's there. <laughs> Shit. I think I think the woman the woman who's talking to Harriet and who sees Yarrow and um and when he is um she makes too much of a reaction when she sees him. It's very obvious that because Yarrow's what if Yarrow heard anything? You think he would have? He's got it's it, <clears throat> it's funny that all this happened. And it's implied that Yarrow is in the next room over. How um, how thick are are those walls, or is, did he just get very drunk? I don't know. We haven't really met the character yet. We've just seen him a few times, and we haven't really heard him say anything or or do anything apart from sleep and and be a little lazy here. So he's presumably he must get stuff done. That's why they keep him on. But also at the same time, presumably he's kind of a lazy guy. Maybe it's the desert that does it. I don't know. When I get out in the heat like that, I get super like sleepy, and you know, the only only time in the desert out there that I like I move is um, you know, for survival. Oh, I was just thinking about Palm Springs. Ugh. Don't make me go to Palm Springs again, please. Please don't make me go again. Not that I'm going anytime soon, but you never know when it's going to happen. We're not too far from where I am. I'm not too far from it. Anyway. Yeah, so that's the minute. Uh, the pick up the picture in the beginning, Howling Six, something's going on there. Uh, bikers polishing the, the thing. It looks like it's later in the day. Sort of it looks like the sun's in a different sort of location. It, when, it, when it cuts from... Um, uh, uh, Yarrow, uh, knocking the door. Yarrow, you're you're an hour late. It it feels like. It feels like it's either meant to be sunrise or sunset, but we've already got the sunrise. The sun's already up. So, hmm. 
So yeah, I mean, this this is a minute joke about Yarrow, and I I'm, I'm glad that we're 26 minutes in, and we have finally have had a killing by the werewolf, which seems. I hate to say Howling Seven this time is personal, but that's kind of what this seems like. So we'll see as it goes along. Maybe there's the sick of um, Ted from Part Four and Part Five, and just sick of him being in the movies. I don't know, but I miss Ted and I miss the line dancing. Hopefully, we'll get some more of that soon if we're lucky. I don't know. I, I uh, you know, it's it's a, it's a werewolf related podcast, so I should get excited when we have werewolf stuff happening. But the Howling Two werewolf stuff is underwhelming, and the Howling Seven werewolf stuff just feels like it's um, it's something they needed to do just to um, justify that this is this. Yeah, this is a werewolf film. Look at that. Oh yeah, you're right. It is a werewolf film with a minimum amount of effort provided. Eh. So we'll see. We'll see what happens next. So um. Um, the next minute of Howling uh, New Moon Rising may or may not investigate what's happening, and the next minute of Howling Two may or may not have um, the gang going to the old country. Um, hey, we'll, we'll be there uh, regardless of what happens. How many times have I said regardless in this episode? I feel like I've said about a half a dozen times. Anyway, I'm recording this at the start of October. I'm excited. It's Halloween time. We're all getting a little scary. I'm doing my A to Z random horror challenge. You guys and gals know about this. Here's what you do. Uh, well, well, it's, this this is actually going. This episode will be recorded on the second, but isn't going to go out and probably till the sixth or seventh or something like that. So, you may have to um, fiddle around with this. But the A to Z random horror challenge is: you get a random number generator, Google it. You can find a, you can find and one pops up immediately when you Google it online. Put in one through twenty nine. A through Z are 1 through 26. A is 1, B is 2, C is 3, Z is 26, Y is 25, etc., etc. 27 is CH, the uh, Spanish CH, although we'll be using it here in CH, a la Chud. Although that's technically C dot H dot I know, I know, I know. Uh, Christmas Evil, how about that? Um, then uh, LL, the uh, um, uh, uh, Spanish um, one, and the N with the tilde, Enye, and the N with the tilde, which is not only Spanish, uh, that's been used, that's used in several different languages. So those, so 1 through 26, A through Z, 27 CH, 28 LL, 29 N with the tilde over at Enye. Hit the random number generator every morning. And you get one of two choices. You can either go with the generator. So if the generator today shows you 20, that's T. Pick a movie that begins with T and watch it. Horror film begins with T and watch it. It could be an old one, one you haven't seen in a while. It could be one you've never seen at all. It could be one you watched yesterday. The next day, hit it again. And your choice here is if it picks 20 again, you can watch another T. Or... You can hit it again until you get a number you haven't got yet. Number slash letter you haven't got yet. I'm doing the, the, the latter so I can do um, a movie uh, from A to Z throughout the month and then one with a CH, one with an LL, one with an N. And when you do the N with the tilde, you can do just a regular N. But preferably, I would say, choose a movie, say like Night of the Seagulls from a um, um, uh, country that uses uses the N uh, in their language, the N N Y the the tilde uh, in their language. You don't have to, but that's that's just my thought. So you do that for October first to twenty ninth. Then October thirtieth, you watch either uh, the Midnight Hour, the great TV movie from eighty five eighty six, or the Bowery Boys Meet the Monsters. And then on Halloween, October thirty first, watch whatever you want. If if you feel so inclined, uh, hit the random number generator. 
every time you're going to watch a horror movie on Halloween and just throw in another movie from a letter. Why not? But that's what I'm doing this year, and that's um, that's fun. Um, this is day two right now. Day one, I did She Freak, which I know isn't much of a horror film, but it's it's it is a remake of Freaks, which is a horror film. And then uh, today, I'm watching Twisted Issues, the 1988 sort of DIY punk skater shot on video, psychedelic y, weird, slashery, strange body horror film, which um, I haven't seen in 12 or 13 years, which I remember making me a little sleepy, but. I'm giving it a shot today. You damn right I am. So so that's so that's do that do that do that. Um, you might have fun. Um, I know you will have fun. You're gonna have fun. I'm looking forward to it. So so welcome to October, everyone. And this is the end of Howling Two and Seven Two, Episode Twenty Six. Let me play a little bit of this. <laughs> 